welcome to the Inherent Identity Podcast, a place where you can learn the secrets to living as the best version of you. It's not about changing, it's not about becoming, it's about remembering. It's about recovering what you've always had within you, but you just keep getting distracted and you just keep forgetting. Join me, your host, Tyson Bradley, as we discover the practical steps for easily and effortlessly creating a lifestyle that lasts. Hello, hello, everybody, and uh, happy Memorial Day. Don't afraid about, uh, not afraid of time stamping this recording, but <laughs> this episode I wanted to share about a an analogy, but it's also a true story of Christ healing a man. And this story really helps us understand a little bit as to why we are so stuck and also the solution to getting us out of the stuckness and to embrace new ways of exploring and learning and developing ourselves. So I'll just kind of dive into this. This actually comes from a part of a presentation that I did last week for this summit, the I Am Love Summit that I have been talking about and if you were to listen to this today, then you could actually register and see all the videos for free, or at least um, the free ones. <laughs> Over 30 experts talking about self-love in different areas of life. And we did kind of a bonus day of, I call it the bonus day of love, just because there were some technical difficulties and things that happened during the week that... Uh, made so that people couldn't catch it. So we're just like, well, let's just offer a bonus day just because we want to make sure people get the opportunity to see it all. So let me share this uh, really powerful example. So at the Pool of Bethesda, this is in John chapter 5. You can read these verses, but I'll read some of them to you here, which will be pretty powerful. So it says in verse 4 of chapter 5, For an angel went down at a certain season into the pool and troubled the water. Whosoever then first, after the troubling of the water, stepped in, was made whole of whatsoever disease he had. So this was a thing. This was a real thing because it seemed as though uh, people were healed in this water. Now it says in verse 5 and 6, it says, And a certain man was there which had an infirmity thirty and eight years. When Jesus saw him lie, and knew that he had been now a long time in that case. He saith unto him, Wilt thou be made whole? And in verse 7 it says, The impotent man answered him, Sir, I have no man, when the water is troubled, to put me into the pool. But while I am coming, another steppeth or, or steppeth down before me. So what we have within these verses is we have the truth that many of us have been suffering from diseases uh, or infirmities, whether they are physical or mental or emotional, for a long time. This man was 30, 38 years with this infirmity. And the one question that Christ asked him was, wilt thou be made whole? And of course, from the man's perspective, his solution to 
becoming whole is to get into these waters. And so it's very, it's a very appropriate response to this question. The man says, well, I don't have anybody to put me in the water. And so, and, and because the rule is that you have to be the first one when the water, you know, troubles or bubbles up, or maybe it's this natural spring or whatever, uh, since that's the rule, then I, I can never get healed because I'm never able to get there first. And so that's my problem. Now, you know how at times in life you keep trying to quiet the voice of self-judgment or you wake up every morning and you renew again maybe your desire to either not yell at your kids, you renew again the desire to not judge, you renew again the desire to not look at pornography. It doesn't like whatever it is that is your thing that you're working on. Uh, you keep renewing it and wishing and, and wanting this voice that says you can't do this or, or that it's not possible uh, to or to stop regretting the past. There's all sorts of ways in which this voice continues to belittle you. And you can try method after method with no results. And this is kind of the example of this man is that he keeps trying to reach the pool, keeps trying, keeps trying and fails again and again. Maybe because the only thing that he ever knew as far as how to be healed was just this one thing. And sometimes, sometimes you might hear a solution and you focus on it. You just focus on that one pool in front of you. And I don't know, many of you listening know about mindset work. And I've talked about it. I've talked about the model, uh, which is really a wonderful awareness tool that allows you to just analyze what your thoughts are, how they impact your feelings and drive your actions and creates the results in your lives. And there's other amazing podcasts out there that talk more in depth about these kinds of things. And the thing about it is, is that over the past hundred years and more, the primary lesson has been taught that we are to change our thoughts and to work on our minds and to just make it a matter of cognitive behavioral therapy kind of thing. And I am not one to, uh, say that that doesn't work because it does much like the pool of Bethesda worked. Uh, and this man saw person after person get in the pool in front of him and be healed. And so it's not like this method doesn't work. It's just that when Christ came, he wanted to question a lot of things. And in this example, and what we will see in the scripture that comes up next is that he offers a new way. And the thing is, no matter where you are in life and no matter what you're going through, and, and maybe you've tried various methods, maybe you are a self-help junkie like I am and you just keep wanting to learn and learn, and it almost feels as though you're just in a rush to learn. You're just like, oh, maybe this next thing, if I just learn this one new thing, then that will be the solution. That will be the key. And we have people 
that are very good at selling us on things and helping us to see that, oh, maybe this is the way. And you know what? There's nothing wrong with being sold on things. There's nothing wrong with trying new ways because every new way that I've tried has only further my own development, has only led me closer to what I what will work for me. And so you may even have experiences where you even present to Christ. You say, hey, God, it's like, I want to change my thoughts. Will you help me? Will you help me change my limiting beliefs, help me remove this old identity? And the thing is, if we are operating from this place of the only solution is the pool of Bethesda in front of me, the only solution is to change my thinking, uh, then maybe we're closing ourselves off to the way that Christ wants to heal us. So in this example, Christ wasn't, wasn't here to bring the man to the pool. He wasn't here, here to, he wasn't there to help the man change in the normal way of change, uh, quote unquote normal. Uh, he wanted to offer a new, entirely new way of doing things. So when we read John chapter 5, verse 8 and 9, this is where we see the new way that Christ presented. Jesus saith unto him, Rise, take up thy bed, and walk. And immediately the man was made whole, and took up his bed, and walked. And on the same day was the, the Sabbath. So I just want to offer here a couple of things. Christ didn't say, okay, I'm going to take you to the pool. He said, he just commanded him, rise, take up thy bed, and walk. Be made whole. His question was, wilt thou be made whole? And the answer was, well, I would. I would like to be made whole if I could just get to the pool. If I could just do this normal way of change, then I would. I would change. And you know what? Maybe that is your desire too. If, if you could just change your thoughts, then you would. If you could just create a new habit, then yeah, I would. I would like to be healed. And maybe if we were to connect with Christ, that he would offer something that could create an immediate change within us that we in like manner could be commanded of God <laughs> commanded to root out whatever is within us and be made whole now we may have within our minds kind of an, kind of an expectation of how this would unfold but the thing is I believe that a connection with Christ is going to bring about some kind of immediate change. And whether that's just this present moment where your difficulty or your challenge may not go away, where you may not uh, get a million dollars today, if that's your desire, or you may not get the, the healing or the, uh, the, immediate ability to always be patient with your kids or to always be okay with the choices that may they make or you may not immediately get the 
the instantaneous result that you're looking for. But what you might get is the immediate peace that allows you to be in this moment, the kind of person that you want to be. What you may get is immediate wholeness now in this moment to show up with faith and belief and a trust that good will come, that you will be provided for, that you will be made whole. And that is what you need now. God is always going to give you what is needed in this moment. And so if that immediate need is wholeness, or if that immediate need is total transformation, I have seen both happen. Both have been in my experience as well. I have had transformations that have happened in an instant. I have also had transformations through Christ that have happened over a long time and are a part of me practicing some of the things that he is asking me to practice. So the solution is not necessarily to do the things that you've always done or to approach change in the way that you've always thought of approaching change. So what I would offer is that as you listen and as you even seek God's guidance on whether or not you are to even ask about this challenge. And this is, and this is something that's pretty interesting is, you know, what if you were to ask God, am I to even worry about this challenge? Like, is this something that you even want me working on and having a conversation with, with God about this? So if your challenge was to try and lose weight or trying to develop a habit of exercise or trying to develop a habit of loving yourself instead of beating yourself up to be able to even ask God and say, is this what you want me to be focusing on right now? Like spending my time and energy on? Cause if not, then what would you like me to focus on? If you're, if you always give me what is needed, if you always give me the grace and the, the strength and the, the enabling power to become like thee, And that is your goal. That is your constant ever present concern and efforts is to help me become and live into who I really am. It is to help me remember who I am. If that is your goal, which it is, then what is needed today? What is needed for me in this moment? And to be able to listen. And maybe it is that. Maybe maybe we take on the idea that Hey, you know, your very true desires, this desire to let go of this part of your life or to increase in a different habit is, it is God's desires too. It's, and it's not like we shouldn't focus on those things. I think the Lord is very willing to help us wherever we are and whatever we're concerned about and want to work on. But maybe if we were to ask, maybe if we were to start talking with the Lord a little bit more then he might direct us in a new way. All I know is that the more that I connect with Christ, the more that I talk with him, the more he is able to direct me in the things that matter most in, at this time and in this season. And I can let go of everything else, or I can at least uh, let other things be less of a mind focus. And I spend less energy thinking about those other things. And that may actually be the healing that's that's there. Is that as you focus on what the Lord wants you to focus on, you might just 
uh, find yourself whole in all the other ways because you stop thinking about the other stuff. And you might start building a habit of exercise because the Lord's wanting you to do something else. You're just like, I don't know. I don't know what's happening. I'm just trying to do what I feel prompted to do. Now, there's a lot of people that wonder if just the concept of immediate change, because most of Christ's healings were immediate. Uh, most, if not all, at least from what I recall in reading all the healings, it was an instantaneous change. And so I have to wonder about that. And I have to think, oh, so what does that immediate change look like? And maybe it's like I described earlier of healing in a certain way, immediate peace or immediate wholeness. But I don't think there's anything wrong with believing in greater transformation, that we could have a new identity, that we could be born again, that we could have an immediate change and be whole, be healed. I know of uh, someone who went to the temple and had been praying for two years to be healed of an ailment uh, that I think it was some form of lupus and just all this. He had a hard time walking, all these other things. And he goes to the temple and the way in which he describes it to me is that he, he seemed to let go of the need to be healed and almost this willingness to say, Lord, maybe if it's okay if I don't get healed, this unattachment, right? This detachment from what we think is the way in which God wants us to work. What we think is the solution, what we think should be the result that should occur for us. And from this detached place, he goes to this session at the temple and feels just this overwhelming spirit and in his body, just some, something changed. And he usually walked with a cane, but he got up uh, at the end and he wasn't walking with a cane. And he was literally healed. And today he walks and talks and is able to do much more physical things and other things. He was healed. And that to me is magical. It's crazy. It's a miracle. And the thing is, there's plenty of other medical miracles that occur all the time. Doctors can't explain them. And there's books written about these miracles and you can find them. If you look for them, you'll find them. So it's not that these miracles aren't real. It's not that these instantaneous changes can't happen. I think there are elements that can be met and I don't know if they must be met, but this idea of being willing to not be healed, being willing to progress and learn from this life in the way that God thinks would be most needed and support us in the best way. If we can detach and we can just align ourselves to him, then maybe the results that you're looking for can, can happen. And to be honest, that's part of the work that I'm trying to do is just this submission, this surrendering, this humbly admitting that it is the Lord that's going to help me in the areas of my life. And 
I know that as I listen, that I will be led. And if I'm willing to do the work, if I'm willing to listen, if I'm willing to put away maybe some of my desires, the natural man desires, and listen to what my heart is actually yearning for, uh, then I will be made whole in, in various and different ways. And so I would just want to offer one last thing, and it's it's this idea that that the enemy, uh, the adversary, Satan, is like he wants you bound. He wants you to continue with the flow of the world, to continue to apply the conditioning that you've had in growing up. And one of the ways in which this occurred for Jesus at the time of the Pool of Bethesda is if you read in John chapter 5, verse 16, it says, And therefore did the Jews persecute Jesus and sought to slay him because he had done these things on the Sabbath day. They were so um, so tied to the rules, so tied to the laws of what they had been following, that of, okay, you can only do certain things on the Sabbath day. And healing is not one of them. And you can definitely not take up thy bed and walk and, and do all these things. That is not allowed. And so you are thus bad. You are thus not of God. You are thus not doing what is right. And God may ask you to do things and you might just be thinking, oh my goodness, this just goes against everything that I've been taught or this might, and and not in a bad way. It's like, I don't think the Lord's going to encourage us to do things that are ever bad. And if, if you do get the sense of doing anything quote unquote bad, I mean, that's a loaded word, but uh, I'm talking things like hurt people, uh, shaming people, um, doing anything like that. I don't think that that is of the Lord. But for those of you that are normal people, and I think that we're all fairly normal, listen to this, that you can be rest assured that the Lord's going to and may prompt you to do things that you have no idea. It's like, I have no idea why you want me to go and visit people or why you want me to talk to this person or why you want me to um, uh, do this thing because my goal is to have a routine of exercise or my goal is to uh, let go of the rules that I have for how my kids should live or, or my goal is to make all this money and you're telling me to go and visit people tonight? That doesn't make any sense. That doesn't seem to align with my goal. It doesn't seem to be the way in which I think is the way to fulfill the goal. But I'm going to trust that you know my needs and that you're going to give me what is needed. So if that's the only thing that you're requiring of me today, if that's the only thing that you want me to know and do, then I'll just do it. And I'll just trust that some way will be provided or that along the way something will happen or that, you know, just in me going out and maybe visiting some people that I end up running into someone else or I end up having an idea that I wouldn't have had otherwise unless I had gone and followed that prompting. We just don't know. And so the invitation to all of you is that we let go of the way in which we think we ought to do things and that we allow Christ in, we allow him to ask us these powerful questions and question everything that we do, and then we listen, and we follow, and we obey what he asks. He's going to command us, <laughs> rise, 
take up thy bed and walk. And it might be that simple. And if we're willing to listen, then we could experience the immediate wholeness, immediate results, immediate change, immediate transformation. Because that's just the way the Lord works. So I invite you to test these things out, to connect with the Lord. And if you struggle connecting with Him, then you would be very much, I guess, benefited by reaching out. Come to inherentidentity.com. Um, find me on Instagram. <laughs> connect with me and I can help you. And that's a lot of what we work on is developing this conversational connection with Christ and understanding our identity in such a way that enables us to have such a powerful connection and to make these kinds of changes. So if this is appealing to you, if you know that this is something that's powerful for you, then I just invite you to try it out. All right, that is what I have for you all today. Have an amazing rest of your day and your week. Keep connecting with Christ because he is the answer. We'll talk to you later. Hey, do you want to create your best life? Do you want to live into it? If that's you, I want you to come and check out inherentidentity.com. This is the place where you get to learn the easy and effortless way to living into your dreams. So once again, come check out inherentidentity.com. We'll see you there.